Thanks, Brenna. <laughs> Vote of confidence for you. Because that means you just hold my legs open like this, I can kick me square in the testicles. <laughs> I am that guy. Just let me know when we're ready. <laughs> you can have a run up and everything. Alright, let's see what happening. Actually, Brenna, you probably use a drone. It's safer that way. <laughs> Who's got the big ass dog? Ah, uh, it's my neighbors. My neighbors. Take it out of the drone. past the time that it was supposed to start. Okay, sorry, that's, that's, to that's my, fun. That's on me, I apologize. That was really big of you, Wayne. Um, well, uh, if, I, if, I, if I drop a bullet, then I'm gonna say I drop a bullet. So, I delete, I delete my black friends too. You know why I delete my black friends? They post stuff like this. Well, I can't really say, man. Hold on, let me see if I can read that. Oh, is it, is it Kamala? They spelled it wrong. Can you see that? No. No. It's all just white, right? Hold on. Hey, hey. Uh, remember that whole podcast thing? Can we do that? Yeah, let's do that. You see that now? Can you see it at all? Just, just send it to our group chat, bro. We have to get the show going. <laughs> Yeah, that's the reason why we do this. It's your Y'all don't look at the group chat when I send stuff. Uh, that's all I can see. <laughs> Alright, here we go. Wayne, you got intros. Oh, check. Uh, I can't. Hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of the BIM Podcast. And this is where we take the week's rubbish, we cut it all in, and we regurgitate it and see what comes out. I'm here with my co-host to my uh going this way. Yeah, we're all that way. To to my right, we have the illustrious Brenna Duncan. Yeah. <laughs> and just below her, over over here. Oh god. Jesus, the same way you did the last one. <laughs> I know. We have a man Cortez sport with a really fetching hat. That's a lovely hat you got there, mate. Made it myself. Excellent. <laughs> Whittled it yourself from a piece of wood. Oh, I'm wearing the bin hat today. Okay, I thought I was talking about this hat that I made for myself. I had to make oh, a new okay. one. Yeah, because the old one was getting a little ratty, so and then I had to make a new one. Underneath Cortez, we have your man. No, no, he's he's not underneath me. We are on the same level. We have your man, Mikey Fami, but the less said about him, the better. So <laughs> I hate you. Oh no, that's why I'm here. So um he has start, never been we are, we are we are missing one team member, and that is Jartan Reen, who Ooh. is you know, that, that weird. Some weird language, sorry. He's 
currently stuck in Finland. Um, and he's gutted he's stuck in Finland because I was about to tear him a new one after a few little factoids that have gone astray over the last Ooh. few weeks about Europe. And I'm going to wait until he's back until oh, I tear him a new one. I'll dig in, man. He's not here to defend himself. Get all those shots in now. What's he no, going to no, do? I'm, I'm, I'm not that kind of, I'm, you know, I want him to be it. I want him to take it. I want to see his face. I want to see the tears roll down those sad <laughs> red cheeks. I want him to feel the pain, wow. and I want to watch. Yeah. I want to watch him cry. You guys were what? You guys were once part of the same community, and now you I want him. I want him to look me in. The, I want him to look me in the eyes. I stare at his still beating heart <laughs> in my hands. What were they saying? Temple of Doom. No. Kalima. <laughs> Kalima. <laughs> Uh, yeah so how is everyone doing um i would like to start off i mm -hmm. can now fly i have super strength um i can uh the eye lasers are coming later i guess in an update i got my microchip i got part one of my vaccine how's the how's the uh part one of my vaccine yeah it's great so far like i said my allergies are gone actually don't even need these glasses anymore. It's um. I was gonna say, what's going on? It's amazing. It's amazing. The my life is never. It, it's a shot. Just a shot. My, arm, <laughs> my arm's a little sore, but that's it. No, it's the size of a pipe cleaner, and that big old needle going in there. That's gonna that's gonna do some damage. Uh, just because you get your vaccinations with a turkey baster doesn't mean that my arm is too small. <laughs> What are, you talking, what are you talking about, son? It's a javelin. <laughs> it's some some heavy duty digger with a needle on the end of it. It's a, it's a javelin attached to a fire truck. <laughs> <laughs> Not everyone needs things of that size. Some of us are normal people sized, so we take normal people needles. But yeah, no, it's weird because so many people were freaking out about it at work, and I was like. Shot guys, mm. it's a shot like every other shot. Show. But it's new. I'm like, yeah. May May I interject with um, vaccine news? Oh, but up, up, but up, up, but up, but this just in. Yeah, this is this is actually breaking. Actually breaking. Oh, breaking. News. So, breaking. My my good lady was due to get her vaccine today. She was called by her doctors a couple of days ago to say you need to go and get your vaccine, as you're part of a, a vulnerable group. We still ain't figured out how. Maybe it's because she li like lives with me, but dangerous. <laughs> so she went to she went to go and get her her vaccine today, and because she's breastfeeding, the doctor said mm, I wouldn't really advise it because I haven't done any tests on any anyone breastfeeding. Yeah, and um, she was like, "Well, why did my doctor tell me to come to get it done?" I mean, well, because you're in a a particular group and they don't know that you're breastfeeding so if she was given Florence formula it wouldn't be an issue because it would just be her but because obviously she's she's breastfeeding so um she's not had the vaccine so we're still in the danger zone yay danger living wow. life on the edge wow <laughs> that was breaking news with wayne Hmm. Brenna, what's been going on with you this week? Uh, 
you know. Fires? No, no fires. No new fires. Uh, we got a little bit of rain. Uh, a little just, bit of fires. Just fun. the regular fires. Just, um, <laughs> they're, they're starting to open up. Speaking of like vaccine news, uh, they're starting to open up a few more vaccination spots. Um, vaccine news as well for if, if you, uh, read the article about uh, or have seen any of the news about the Dodger Stadium vaccination mm. site. Right. Uh, they had a whole bunch of anti-vax, anti-mask uh, protesters uh, right outside, which we can go into a whole conversation. Hold on. About. Hold on, Brenna. Back up. Tell people who may not know what you're talking about what you're talking about. About the, you, Dodger, about the Dodger Stadium. Oh, Do Dodger Stadium is a um, super vaccination site. So there's a few super vaccination sites that have opened up. The, um, the baseball team. The base. Yeah. They're using the so, baseball stadium. That's so I'm we saying. have. So uh, Disneyland was was ours for a while, um, and then they opened up Dodger Stadium as that uh, particular place. So it's. You know, it's it's meant so that it can handle people. <laughs> like it, it's right. supposed to handle a lot of people. But if we can go into a whole conversation about how screwed up the the distribution uh, system was, um, it sucks. Uh, but Sorry. we had. Let me just finish this. We had a bunch of protesters who actually were at the other stadium, and it was so bad. They were bothering so many people that they shut down they would not let any more people go in for their appointments in order to get the vaccine um that's mm. like that's the that's the big news of of this past week that it was horrendous what what happened but they're opening up more vaccine sites and we're gonna get some i believe at, at various pharmacies and they're gonna start distributing more vaccines then you so guys can have lucky. You guys can have you guys can have superpowers like me. We're all gonna be right. as lucky as Mikey. You can see in the dark. So, I, don't, I don't get this whole using Stadia as um, a vaccine site because, like near me, just down the road in a little town called Benfleet, they've basically got a gazebo outside of surgery, and people just sit there. <laughs> they go in, they get jabbed, they send them on their way. Or you can go to Superdrug, which is kind of like your, like like a Walmart kind of store. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they they sit them down, they jab them, they watch them for half hour. After half hour, on you go. So what's the right. point of putting them in a stadium? Because a stadium is built to hold hold people for a very long period of time. And no, what but, is the no, but you're <laughs> but you're but you're missing the other part of say that like, yes, stadiums have a lot of seats, but they can also accommodate a lot of foot traffic. It's, so, it's so if you go to like if you go to a game, parking, like, yeah, it's the distance you can have you can do a lot more with that area. Like they they were using our we have fairgrounds here. They've been using our fairgrounds as a super testing site, um, mm. where they basically set up huge amounts of gazebos, and you could have people uh, drive up because. We, we want to try to keep people as distant as possible. And one of that ways is to get people in cars. And mm -hmm. when you have, you know, lots of parking, um, it's easy to put a, accommodate a lot of people. Um, yeah. I, I 
have more of a problem about how the how how they were given appointments where we have a priority list appointments so right. the healthcare workers got it from their place of business but once they started distributing it out to the the rest of us it was well it was 65 year olds and and older right you had to go onto a website and register at the website and yeah, then you had then you had to download the app and re yeah. and register on the app and then wait for an email well there's a lot of problems with that because the app didn't work very well and you're talking about 65 year olds yeah, Maud, yeah. Maud, loves, Maud loves checking her email and signing up for new new things. They love it. Some people don't even have email addresses. Right. <laughs> Some people don't have phones. Like, it's, it's amazing. neighbor of mine, she came over here the other day because she was uh, knocking on doors talking about, I'm with the neighborhood watch. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. And she goes... I wanted to know if you guys would be interested in joining with me and becoming part of the village, uh, whatever they're called, the village group or whatever. The village and people. I, was like, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it. I she, didn't. She say knocked it. on the door. Young men. <laughs> I am talking to you. I said, young men. <laughs> so they need. They needed. We need a new black officer, and I think you fit the bill. He comes with his own uniform. <laughs> I think you fit the bill. It's 2021, you know, you got it. So she comes in, she comes in and she's like, um, she's like, yeah, but you know, you have to do this. I can't show you how to do it because I don't have uh, internet. I'm like, okay. She goes, I also don't have a cell phone. I'm like, okay. And she goes, or television. I was like, so what do you do? Do you sit over there with your cats all day? She goes, I have a house phone. I'm like, what are you gonna do with a house phone? Wait for, it. Wait for it to ring. So that's Hello? kind of my biggest criticism is how this kind of this this appointment rollout kind of shit happened was she, I wonder if she voted. It was bad. <laughs> um, this this is a message for Brenna from Jenna, me you. Uh, Brenna, you're giving me first time ACA website enrollment fail flashbacks. LOL. Yeah. <laughs> Jenna yeah. is a nurse. No. Yeah, it's uh, it's 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 not good. Like we could have vaccinated, uh, you know, ten times more people by now if only they could have done better with the appointment system. Do you guys have Do you guys have tollways in um, California? Not no, not extensively. We have like within Southern California, we have like four or something. We it's not a regular uh travel because i was thinking i was wondering if there's any other like furloughed or closed like government entity that could take care of it because the dmv for us has been mostly closed for most of 2020 it, it's been open like maybe like five or six weeks and then it'll close again and then it'll be open for a week and they'll close again i mean that building is perfectly accepted perfectly ready to accept all these people and you know the, what i'm saying like so, post offices like all these like government entity so that's good buildings. that's the question because our our community colleges including like the one ones i work with and the, and the ones that that are nearby um are primarily online can still so they have health offices and they have the ability to distribute and that's one of 
those things that I was looking at is why not use these healthcare facilities that are not being utilized as grandly as, as if they were, if these colleges were open full time. Right. What were you going to say, Wayne? Um, I, I have a question about a DMV. Yeah. Is it as bad as it's portrayed in the American media that is distributed over here? It, def <laughs> it definitely can. Oh, yes. Yes. It definitely it's can. I usually have pretty good experiences at the DMV, but I am in the very, very small minority. It is, <laughs> it is, it could be hours to just, to way, just get a new, the, like if you change your address, it could be hours. The way it's portrayed over here is there's one angry black lady behind the counter. And when you get to the actual counter, she says you're in the wrong line. Or she, or, she said, or, she, or she just throws up a close sign on your face says, I'm going on break. <laughs> <laughs> And then she's out of that bitch. <laughs> I've, been, wow. I've been hit with that before by old black lady. She, I'm on my break, honey. I can't can't help you. Uh, you still you just sitting here right now. Taking, but I'm on my break, baby. She taking that break. She said, "Oh, you're gonna have to get somebody else's line today." <laughs> you're gonna she's have all, to go over there and wait in that line. <laughs> I got a tortellini. I'm sorry, baby, I got a, but this this my last one today. This I got a tortellini okay. lean cuisine sitting in the freezer. <laughs> About to heat that bad boy up. You got me. No, no. Somebody said, I made, Margaret, I made some yams last night. Margaret, come help this man. Hello, Black Lady. portrayal of the DMV that we get over here. So I was just seeing if that was actually <laughs> accurate. <laughs> and I'm I, I, would say, I would say yes. I would say I'm okay. Black Lady. Yes. <laughs> now, now, to be fair, if you, if you know going in that the DMV is a. It's just a big pile of shit. You can prep and plan to make your shitty experience less shitty. Isn't that right? Isn't that right, Cortez? Like I'm, you I'm could go on to the. You could go so on to the. Suggestion. Okay. Suggestion. If you're going to the DMV and you know that you're going to be waiting there for an hour, have the bin podcast. Have the bin podcast, and you can listen to it. Ooh. An hour. And Hold get one so of them. You don't even watch like four episodes by the time you get to the DMV. You come <laughs> in the real show. Let me explain yeah. this. Me and Mike went to the DMV three days in a row. Oh, we, look, we got we brought everything the first day, right? They said, "Oh, but you're gonna need this," and we said, "Okay, cool." So we went and got that, right? We came back the second day. They said, "Oh yeah, but you're gonna need this too." So we came back the third day, and they still was just kind of like, "Well, y'all been here three days in a row, so." We're gonna do this for you today, and that, but you gotta come back next week. I had to come back the next week for a fourth time. This is what I'm like, saying. I, when I go to the DMV to do anything, I make sure I have all the proper documents that they ask for, and I don't try to, and I don't try to use something else that's like something else. I come in with exactly what they ask for, and then I, and then I'm, and I got my license. Nerd. I follow the rules, okay? I follow the rules, we and it does lunch. just fine by me. This man took my daughter out the DMV, went and grabbed lunch, took an hour, came back. I was still sitting in the same spot. And then we Mikey. had lunch in the DMV. And he fed my Mikey. daughter. It was, it was crazy. Mikey, oh, do you also that, bring uh, your, um, your, your fold-out chair with your Bernie Sanders in it? <laughs> that wasn't just the DMV. That was the day that we went to uh, to, to the... Uh, to, the uh, the public office, so, so oh, I can file right. that other paperwork. That, that was, was a good. that was a crap. Sh that was that was you know that the uh, the public office was worse than the DMV, honestly. Yeah, but 
again, every DMV has a website and they will say what is and is not acceptable as a form of whatever the hell you're looking for. Please just give them what they want. Just give them what they want so you can leave. Because sometimes if you're the friend driving 40 minutes down to the DMV to take his friend out of there, you don't want to go more than once. We need we need a public service announcement banner. Yeah. We went four that times. The more in, you four know. Times. Right, Cortez, in conclusion, what Mikey's saying is you fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> what? But here's the thing. And it's he all. was there the first day with me when they told me exactly what I needed. And I gave them everything they told me that I needed the next day. And then they was like, oh, yeah, but you need this too. <laughs> You'll have to come back. And then the third day we were there, I was only able to get my license because I had to renew my license. And they were like, so that was what the original problem was. I could not get my vehicle registration because <laughs> I didn't have a renewed license. My, my license was expired by two days. It was only two days that my license had expired. Okay. So I had to get a new license. So when I tried to go back around in the line, they was like, "No, you gotta wait to uh, you gotta wait until we put this in the system, even though you got the paper copy right here. I you have to come back that. next week." I knew that they weren't gonna take that, and I just let it happen. <laughs> and I was like, "I'll let them tell him that they're not gonna take that." Yeah. But we digress. We digress. No, we banter. We had we had we had a, a one and a half year old <laughs> active child. That's my that's my the... little homie. <laughs> Look, Cortez, just just put your hands up and just say, "Yeah, fucked up." I it's fucked okay. up. Son. You brought the wrong. You brought the wrong stuff. He knew. He knew I was gonna be messed up. He just wanted to hang out with Gracie. That's what it was. <laughs> that is my little homie. Wait, there, there you go. Every time she sees me, say, "Yeah, that's my little dog. That's my little homie." We at the restaurant, and she going. She look at him. She say. Barbecue. <laughs> here you go. Here you go, baby. <laughs> I uncharacteristically so am amazing with children. We we have the just, same. Just just adults you have a problem with. I just can't figure them out. <laughs> she, she had she had sauce all over her face. I was like, you cleaning this off? Yeah. <laughs> it was good. She had though. sauce everywhere. Well, she's. We got to go back one day. She she enjoys to eat. Food very um, enthusiastically. <laughs> she put the whole rib tip in her mouth. She was just like, like with great vigor, <laughs> and that I can respect. Oh, a choke. Just look, looked at her ribs and she went. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then she ate all his fries. <laughs> she's 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 a growing girl. She needs her nutrition. Oh. Um, let's get into let's let's do the third article there, Madam. <sighs> We'll do the third one first, and then we'll we'll close off on the thing that we're going to close off with. Um, okay. You see it in the private chat? Yeah. Hi, tons of mics. Hi, sweet. Hi, y'all. How y'all doing? Oh, and check us out on Twitch if you guys have a Twitch. Still trying to get those numbers up. The next the, the next bar is uh, quite high, so we're going to have to do a little growing before then. This just in. Uh, Democrats ramp up pressure on Biden administration to cancel up to 50k of student debt. That makes me very excited. Um, That's good. Because uh, I did not go to university. Um, but my <laughs> no shit. <laughs> <laughs> At least I'm part of a continent, you piece of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> geographically, I still am. Yeah, and not for long. Jartan, Jartan is also not part of that continent. That's the bombshell. Yeah, yeah. The both he's, of you can he's go, not even an EU citizen. Both of you can go. Both of you can go float out in the float out in the Atlantic for all I care. Um, <laughs> but my lady is, and we are looking to buy homes. And luckily enough, uh, student loan debt doesn't go horribly against your credit score. But we want to pay off things and not have things uh, people calling us at all hours of the night and. Sally May is a son of a bitch, man. She'd be changing her number all the time. She's like that stage five clinger that you couldn't get rid of right after high school. It's just the worst. Um, but this is great because I think um, that's really empowering for people, I don't know, of our age, uh, late 20s yeah. in Brenna's case and early 50s in Wayne's case. Um, Um, because that's, because it sucks to have this, this looming, oh, I still have to pay back $35,000. And that's, yeah. that's super cheap if you're a school that, because I think, um, the school, uh, the two schools I got accepted to one was 28 grand a year mm. and the other one was 19 grand a year. So either way, after all that interest shit, that's a hundred K that I have to pay back. Yeah. He wants to pay back a hundred thousand dollars at 24. Yeah, no. pull yourself up by your bootstraps. But yeah, you, work harder, Mikey. <laughs> this, this is the thing that the, the, the model of education has changed, and we've kind of followed you guys. Um, so back in the day, you go to university over here, it was free. Uh, not anymore? No, £9,000 a term. Oh. £9,000, what is that? A year. What is that? Um. So 15 grand your money, I reckon. Yeah, How much is good. 40 quid? 40 quid is 40 pounds. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's not any euros anymore. <laughs> no, we, that's because we never adopted it, Cortez. Yep. Oh, you're going to be on the euro soon anyway. there, big guy. Get rid of that pound. That British note is done, baby. You went back in that European Union. Kiss. Oh, yeah. we're, we're spoiling. I'm spoiling. That is yeah. $12,307.28. That's cheap. Yeah, so that's, that's cheap, Wayne. That's that's cheap. Wait, compared a to a what term, it used to be. Is a term a, a a full year or is that a semester? No, it's it's a it's a it's a full year. So okay. you pay twelve grand for the year in your in your money. But you say that it's cheap. Yeah, it's cheap in comparison sorry in comparison to your thing. But your thing has always been you pay. We right. didn't have that. We didn't have that at all. So if you went to higher education, like when when I left school um you could go into higher education like college for for nothing you could go into university for nothing or you could get a grant depending on the, the right. course that you did but then when it came to tuition fees it was 2010 i believe when it was the lay uh, um the conservative and lib dem coalition they introduced um tuition fees and the big thing about the lib dems was nick clegg uh promised to scrap tuition fees but to get some other things through, he had to renege on that particular promise. And that's why the Lib Dems over here are no more. Because what Nick Clegg did is he sacrificed on the altar of free school meals for kids up to the age of seven, tuition fees, because he saw that that was more important. Um, the Lib Dems just got absolutely eviscerated. If, if, obviously, 
If they would have taxed Jeremy Clarkson 5% on all the fucking supercars he has, they would have been able to pay for everybody's university. <laughs> Meanwhile. <laughs> <laughs> Could be worse. <laughs> oh, cock. Permission to say cock. Oh, yeah, but that's 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 what's going on over here because there's a big brouhaha about the fact that... Um, now we have to pay for for university when mm-hmm. uh, everyone again everyone that came before us thank you boomers um got everything for free and now everything's being privatized every generation now subsequently has to pay for everything and it's going to get like our our tuition costs like i think i was talking to my uncle about this uh back when i lived in st louis he paid 650 dollars for his degree Mm-hmm. But what, what was for, that in? All how, how was, but how was that in relation to his income at the time? Because this is the thing you have to look at in a relative term. Yeah. So we say, oh, no, he's $650, but how much was that in the equivalent to today's he was, money? He would make, I think in a summer, he'd probably make like 150 bucks. He would cover his tuition costs for that year, just DJing yeah. over the summer. Yeah. So whenever we make them comparisons, we have to look at the relevant income at yeah, that but, time but i don't know anybody who's going to get a summer job and make 28 grand in the summer months no that's not that's, that's, you know that's what, what i'm saying so that's it's just I'm like saying. like it, it's it's impossible for you to just get a summer job to pay for your schooling yeah you're, you're not comparing apples with apples you're comparing apples with oranges in that in that sense that's why like, when, when all these old fuckers that i speak to say oh i paid six thousand pounds for my ass i'm like yeah well done you and how much are you earning? <laughs> oh, you're earning three grand a year. Oh, well done. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, you paid for something. <laughs> and it took you how long to pay off that loan? Oh, wow. Oh, 10 minutes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Just had that in, the, in between the cushions on the sofa. Oh, my God. So yeah, you, and it's, you can so make you, that cool. recycling cans. Yeah. Um, what, so what do you think, Brenna? Uh, what do I think about... Um, I am all for, um, you know, uh, relieving these these tuition costs because there's no reason why the gov- like the you know Fannie Mae needs that money. Sally Mae. Yeah, they they don't need it back. They don't. There's they make way too much uh, money just off of interest. I mean, most of Fannie us. Fannie Mae makes most of us make most what we're paying for it's is the not the principal it's 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 the interest on it right because it takes so long to get it because we we pay for our our we we pay for our degree or sometimes we don't get a degree on it and then we have to what get a job and then within that we have to continue paying uh mostly interest it's I think most mostly yeah because those rates are ridiculous that they're charging those kids exactly and then and then they wonder why we can't get a house because we mm-hmm. can't afford it we are are we're doing two three jobs just to live um we're, we're not getting married we're not having kids like it's there's a reason for this it's because we can't there's impossible uh, and I'm not saying that relieving the tuition costs will 
change everything. It you know makes society better, but it's a step in the right direction, especially if you can if if you do it like at that high price of you know fifty thousand dollars. That's a great that's a great place to start. Right. And eventually, we'll get to the point where things like like trade school, right? They'll pay you to go to trade school because we're going to need, especially if we're going to go into green jobs. Yep. Guess what? You're going to have to have people installing the stuff, and you have to go to trade school in order. Is that a meat cleaver? Yeah, it's, a, it's a tenderizer. I'm just using it to to. I am. I am very like. I'm I'm feeling attacked right now. No, 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 no. It, I'm, I, I, I couldn't, Drop I the answer. weapon. I couldn't be able to hold my hand up. Okay. So I just, on, okay. on that subject. Reason, reason, reason being. Okay, sorry. I want to know, I know who this fanny is that you're all paying. <laughs> Shut up, Wayne. Yeah. Go ahead, Cortez. I'm, I'm over here in the, in the inventors of civilization, not knowing who, why are you paying a fanny. Sally May. Fanny May is the chocolate. Yeah. That's a oh, chocolate. They eat chocolate. They make chocolate. Um, on on that subject, I'm a big proponent of industry workers, and the reason why is because the world literally does not function without industry slash essential workers, as we've come to call them these days. Mm-hmm. And I'm really starting to get tired of people downing those workers because they want better pay, or they want to be recognized for doing what they do. And I'm in. I know that there's a lot of people that are going to jump down my throat about this. And if you do, it sucks for you because my throat looks like a horrible mess right now. Pause. <laughs> Pause. The choice is yours. The choice is yours. You want to go down that? Um, no, my that's that's not the t- that's not the television. That's the uh, background lighting. It is fantastic. Um, Still turn actually, it off. I'll, I'll switch it to a regular color because so so Wayne's uh, senses aren't. Uh, so no, it's, it's, it's just where it's, it's strobing constantly. So. I don't want him to have an anxiety attack over uh, beautiful colors. Finish your point. Um, <laughs> Wayne interrupted me. Um, one of the one of the things that I, I want to say about this is, if you don't have infrastructure, if you don't have industry workers, if you don't have essential workers, your country, your communities will fail. And for thirty years. Our country preached, go be a lawyer, go be a, uh, a a physicist and be a professor in some college and do that your entire life. There's nothing wrong with being a, a professor and educating people. There's nothing wrong with being a botanist. You know, we need those people. There's nothing wrong with any of these things. But what I'm saying is without trade workers, we are going to start having issues because that's, and, and honestly, if you want to keep it real, the reason why your mechanic can charge you absorbent prices is because there's not enough mechanics, not right. enough certified ones. The, the reason why when you go to the store and you're, and you're wondering why this is so expensive is because there's not enough of those people doing the job. Because how many people know the, the, the greatest mechanic without paying $1,000 for, you know, or, or the fact that oil change used to be $12 and now they're over 30 for a regular? I mean, let's keep it real here. Without plumbers, uh, electricians, you know, the, the people... Uh, food restaurant workers, servers, stop being rude to these people and tell them they need to get better jobs. Why don't you just pay into their industry because they're the ones that are actually taking care of you and feeding you because right. most of you can't cook. I've had some of your cooking and it's not very good. And and I think okay. and I think on, and I think on top <laughs> wow. of that, 
that's like as much as like we would never um have people build the roads for us and then not pay them and then like have them on this like weird pay structure now they do a job they get paid and that's because we want the best quality work possible we will invest as a community to make sure that these certain uh public utilities mm -hmm. are taken care of so so i, I disagree should, i disagree when when you when you're doing this it's not so much that you're uh giving people a free degree and they didn't have to earn it no these people went to school and they're part of the same they're not all getting degrees and, and fucking off to mars or something like that they're staying right there so you're you're only ed, you're only educating your own people mm, i'm i'm gonna strongly disagree on that massively mm -hmm. because um living in a country where everything has been outsourced and everything has been privatized so instead of having your local council take care of your infrastructure it gets put out to tender to private companies these private companies then put in the lowest bid they possibly can and say for instance with roads oh what they'll do is they'll patch a road and then the next year when that road fails again they get another call out and another fee to come and repatch that same road we're used to that yeah we're used to that yeah, but, that, but that's what I'm saying. That, that, that's why, it, unless it's all in-house, unless it's actually like a government entity right. where it's not privatised, where the profit margin is not something that they're looking at, they're looking at service rather than profit. I mean, I mean like like patching potholes is kind of like, yeah, you can have like a, a contractor come in and do that kind of stuff for you. Yeah. But when it comes to like making a new highway or or expanding mm -hmm. a road or something that takes like, engineers Months. and and tons and tons of money way more money than any kind of contractor you could ever work with or they might the government might use contractors for that work but i think the point of it yeah, is well, the point of it is you have to invest money period in bridges yeah you have to invest yeah. money in public transit you have to put that investment there or else what's the what's the point so if you don't want, so if we can, put, if we can put money in bridges, we should also put money in people. We spoke, we spoke about this last week. If yeah. you, if you like, look at the the, the post-war era that all these people hark back to, it was invested in the people of the country working for the government, working for the government to get these infrastructure projects done. Right now, what's happened is all that's been siphoned off to private companies. Well, there, so, there, yeah. there's a huge reason for that. And that really happened, especially after like the Reagan era. Yeah. Where. I mean, Maggie Thatcher. That, exactly. Where the, the government was no longer supposed to be taking care of its people. Like that was the mindset that Reagan's yeah. like, no, we're not going to take care of you. We're going to have these private companies take care of it. And we're seeing that still as of yeah. today, that sort of mindset where no like you you go to school you pay for school then you get a job and then you pay into the government and then that's the way that the life goes and if you're if you're not making money it's your own damn fault yeah if you're poor it's your own damn fault where yeah. that mindset had had we we had that mindset post war which you are yep. right we mm -hmm. invested in people but then yep. Then we ended up going off the rails. Yeah, then Reaganomics came in. But <laughs> and I feel saying, like, I feel like oh, get... no, the government, no, hands off. Oh, yeah, no. I feel yeah. like a lot of people got like that super sweet hookup from the government so they could totally set up their lives post-war. 
They're like, yeah, you know what? Like, I, we can't right. have that. We can't have the next generation doing that. They're gonna fuck. No, yeah. hell no. Change well, the rules. Well, it's so once they have wealth, they they need to keep it. And so right. all these people who were were coming back from the war or or lost their jobs or or gained new jobs, like they suddenly gained wealth. They suddenly mm-hmm. became middle class and they suddenly rose above middle class. And by the 70s and 80s, they were like, whoa, 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 whoa. Mm. I want this. I want to keep this. I don't want yeah. the government taking this. I don't want to give it to poor people because poor people don't deserve it. And uh, so we're going to rig the system so that if you're rich, all you can do is get richer. Right. Yeah. And if you're Let poor, you only thing you can do is to, get poor. To use this. Cool. And if, if any of you watch post-apocalyptic television shows or, or, or movies, here we go. One of the things that you always see is that the the cities and all of the things that we that we that we deem as normal every day, you know, the electricity, um, gas, wa- running water, these things start to collapse because there's no centralized governments that have people going out and fixing these things. And what people seem to not realize especially in this country in the last year and a half or so is that what they're calling socialism is literally just the government doing its job of taking of making sure that the country doesn't fail it's not exactly if that's socialism give me a little bit more of that it's the thing is is, socialism is, is is a bastardized word in the sense of it's been hijacked by people on the on the right to describe the government doing stuff to help you out but when you need your government to step up you all want it and then when you want to just take and take and take you don't want the government so yeah. like what, for what us it, like yeah go on, sorry go on. like like they have a, like right wingers will have all these businesses and they say well this contract is such a what do you need the what do you what is this nanny state where you need the government to enforce contracts <clears throat> like the government is not just politicians it's laws it's yeah, the fabric was... of the country. It's the backbone of the country so that if we don't have laws in the, the common society that we all believe in, then what's the fucking yeah. point of this? I can just do whatever I want. A, a lady rang into um, James O'Brien's show um, last week or the week before. Friend of the show. And friend of the show, James O'Brien. Check him out. 10 till 1 uh, LBC weekdays. Um, and he talks just uh, like this. <laughs> And he doesn't know that he's got a new bin podcast hat coming his way to cover up his full patch. He's probably anyway, watching right now. He, he, had, he had the lady call in and it was it was talking about the lockdown legislation that we have over here and all the people complaining about people having parties and, and all that. And she's turned around and said, yeah, people love the police until they're police themselves. And yeah. that just summed it up perfectly. So we can have rules and regulations for all them people, but if they dare come and encroach on my life, uh, then I'm no. I'm all against it. Can't have so it. exactly. So when it comes to regulations, you're 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 happy with regulations as long as it applies to other people. Right. As soon as those regulations are then put upon you, this is disgusting. I'm a libertarian. All of a sudden. Right. Right. Well, let me let me because I I have I have a lot of circles that I somehow find myself communicating with. And one of my major issues when I speak to these people is BDSM, furry. We ain't gonna talk about that. The, the okay? 
that out. We're not going to talk about that. What we, what we are talking about, on the other hand, is the fact that for some strange reason, and I don't know where this came from or what generation this started in, is all of these people who you guys are describing, they somehow believe that they're exactly the same as millionaires and billionaires. And yep. they're not. But they think oh, that I, they I, are. I, 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 Cortez, Cortez. I can't let that fly. I can't let I that fly. I have to continue this, Wayne. Wait, 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 wait. Two seconds. Two seconds. Millionaires and billionaires. There you go. Proceed. I liked that one, okay? I liked that one. He got one right. That one was good. I got to give you that. But what I'm saying about this is they seem to believe that doing something for someone else in the country is giving them a handout. When in reality, they all got handouts. All of them. They're still getting them today. And, uh, and, And the second part about it is not only are they getting handouts, but they're getting government subsidies to get these handouts. Yeah, they say yeah. they say down with the fucking government and down with all this regulation. And then them tax, tr- uh, them Trump tax cuts came through, and they're like, yeah, oh, it's like, government. oh, Yay. what do you know? So when they can, they can give you shit, let's, other people let's can't continue have shit. doing this so I can get more government right. money. Just, just like last week, they're doing this on your face. Shh, shh, shh. <laughs> <laughs> we did this. Uh, a few, like not a few episodes ago, but I want to say about six or seven months ago, uh, we did this thing on this calculator where we started to figure out how much money it takes to do certain things. Will you take so the average we did we, we did this just for this state. The average for this state is two hundred dollars a month for a person on government assistance, and that's only cash. I mean, not 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 cash. It's only food. So if you say, let's say that a quarter of the population is on government assistance right now. For us, that's that's around that's around ninety-six to ninety-seven million people. That's not a lot of money compared to the fact that someone with trillions of dollars invested in a company or companies together aren't getting taxed. So what you're telling me is you're taxing me 30% or around 30%, but you won't tax them at all. And I make a fraction of what they made in a month. And when you're all talking, year. And when we talk about like the post-war and how our economy was better and that we could pay for these highways and, and various programs, the reason why is because we did have a marginal tax rate of like 95%. Massive. Because we were able to tax the wealthy when they became wealthy and got some of that mm-hmm. money invested into our country. That's when our economy went really well. And so we yep. go, you know, we hearken back to these this days where you know life was good in the 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 forties and the the fifties. And the reason why is because we taxed the rich. Like it wasn't this ideal love landscape that the government had nothing to do with the with the economy. They were over 50% it had, at the time. It was it was huge taxes. The government Yeah, and Brenna, Brenna, again we, we, we spoke about this last week. It was because we was all pulling for one thing as a collective. So we was we socialized our funds. Wait, to better you, everyone? No, we, we distributed it out to certain things <laughs> that made Which, our economy and society. So it makes it makes me die because it's like every every single um Remembrance Sunday, lest we forget. Got about yeah. that though, didn't you? 
<laughs> now, now speaking of redistribution of funds, it's time for the fun, 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 fun mid roll. Oh, oh, that's me. That's, that's you. Me. That Brandon. Look at me. Look at this. Look at this. I'm getting getting skinny. Um. Yeah, you are. She's melting away before our eyes. Who, who I'm so happy. I have not. I have not been happy or in a long time. Just being able to to get myself back into a healthy. healthy how, how are you feeling? I'm feeling good. <laughs> I'm feeling so good. Brenna, you've done so well. Good. I'm feeling so good. I have so much. I'm so. We're happy. very proud of your progress. All I'm of so us. Happy. So Brenna, now. Yay. All right. So what is not melting away, which is shocking to us. I have no idea how this is happening. Wayne's but we're actually ass. getting more patrons. So no, Wayne, put that away. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne trying to do the bus it challenge. <laughs> no, no, we're not doing that. Um I we are almost we are at 19 patrons right now, which means I need one more and then I can stop reading. The I, I promise, list. I promise, Brenna, once we got to 20, she doesn't have to read each and every person. I only week. have to read the newest ones. So I need at minimum <laughs> one person to go on right now. Go I'm to patreon.com <laughs> slash the bin podcast. I don't have to read the whole list. I only have to read the newbies and it's but you but them. you but you love reading the, the whole list, don't you? Because you you love I am, I am continually out. doing this. So look, I can complain about it, but I still do it. Correct? That is true. That is true. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I can complain about it, but I'm still gonna do my job because mm -hmm. this is what I don't get paid to do. <laughs> you don't get paid? <laughs> How do you think I bought that mini no? cooper? Redistribution of wealth? No. I'm sitting on this. I'm tripping. I'm tripping over hundred dollar bills over here. I'll, I'll be I'll be paid seventy five percent of of your. Oh. Pictures of Lizzie all over the floor. Oh God. Um. All right. So, um, our uh esteemed um patrons, uh, we have voice from the underground. Our our homie Dutch. We Bitch. are very happy to have Voices of the Underground here. We have LeClaire. We have Ragabash Dabbler. Rags. Uh, Elena. Hi, Elena. Divine Disbelief. Nathaniel. Uh, Alex. Hi, Alex. Um, I believe we have uh, Susan. Uh, watching somewhere. Hi, Susan. We have uh, Jenna. Jenna, uh, you. Is, is watching. Um, we have, of course, our wonderful patron, our lovely chicken show patron, Chicken Anonymous. Chicken um, Anonymous. Who could it? Are, who could it be? It's it's anonymous. That's the thing. Could be anybody. Uh, could be one could of be us. Uh, we have Barbara. Barbara. We have, uh, I believe, is still um, listening. Tons of mice. Hello. The king of all chats. <laughs> we have kilograms Rick. of rodents. We have Ricky. <laughs> Ricky. We have um, the wonderful, the the matron, uh, Miss Nana. Hello, baby. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Stop it. We have. Uh, he knows. 
Good, good friend of the show, David. David. We have Katarina. Katarina. We have Stuart. Big Stuart. Big Stu. We big, and we have uh, definitely our our longest of of our patrons. We have Austin. Austin fucking Fowdy over there. Fucking fucking have, Austin. I slash your fucking face off. We have the <laughs> the first lady of the Bin Podcast, Kristen. Hey girl, what you doing mm-hmm. after this? I got some pulled pork sandwiches about to get delivered to our front door right now. So when y'all hear that dog barking, wow. that means it's barbecue time. Um, I'll, I'll get on the plane. I'll be there in two seconds. <laughs> this guy's a real man. And then we have our our longest of of our patrons, uh, who has has still still doing it with us, Richard. Big Rich Richard. So Ricardo. I want to thank our our current patrons. I want to thank our our newest patrons, and um, I'm really happy that we have 19. We're almost at 20, and then we're gonna go beyond that because uh, we're gonna get some other shows coming up. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And and um, just crowbarring it in there. Get in there. Just, and uh, of course, um, we're definitely going to have our chicken show. Um, oh God! For patrons coming up, I wish uh, we're, the we're, we're sorry. Legend we're sorry was here to to help us out, but because he's not, I'm going to have to do this and say that um, you're going to go roll have, in the snow naked. <laughs> you have to. You have to be a patron in order to uh, see. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if you got to, Mr. Only- Jartan. Rolling around in the snow. Anyfans.com slash Jartan. Close. Oh, but. So, so a little bit of backstory for all you. Uh, this is just for the patrons because no one else, everyone else who's not a patron, just turn your, turn your audio but you off. Can't, you can't hear no, the secrets. You, you can be the patron. He said all of you, all of you. No, if you're not, if you're not a patron, you have to, you have to, by law, you have to turn your volume down for two seconds. <laughs> so, so. Patrons, Jarthan wanted to go out and do that video, and he had snow on the ground, but it was like 12 degrees, and it was like rock. And I'm like, well, you better go bust that shit up. You got to make the video. He's like, I can't. It, it's like, it's it's ice. It's fro. I'm like, I was like, you should have fucking, I was like, you fucking should have thought about that before he said you would do it. So if you, now you got to go it's roll across now. Now you got to go roll around out there in ice cubes. The people have spoken. So I think he, mm-hmm. I think they got more snow. So hopefully they have some fluffy powdery stuff that he can jump and roll yeah. around in. But he literally okay. like he just walks up to like the dug in snowbank like by his driveway and just kicks it and none of it moved. I was like, oh yeah, that's gonna hurt. Yeah, that's gonna be. <laughs> He's gonna have a concussion if he rolls around in that shit. But we don't want to talk about concussions over here. Yeah. It's been a rough one. I want to say Jartan like um, poorly in Rocky Four when they go to Russia. <laughs> when he's walking in this star, it just falls over. Speaking of Russia. Oh! Of Russia. Look at that. Can we please have, Madam Brenna, link number uno? That is. To the number uno. So we're going to get a little bit in the weeds here. And Wayne, you're going to take lead on this and I'll back you up. Yep. Um. So Wayne, tell us, tell the uninitiated what they need to know about the Magnitsky Act. The Magnitsky, I can't. Yeah. Stop it. 
right after that. Couldn't right. do it. Love it. Uh, <laughs> can't even say it right. Right. So Sergio Magnitsky was the lawyer of Bill Browder. And Bill Browder was a, a, a critic of Vladimir Putin and his whole regime. So instead of going after Bill Browder, which you'd think um, would be the direct thing, he ended up um, getting rid of his uh, his lawyer, right. Sergei Magnitsky. So Bill Browder set out uh, on a mission to get Putin where it hurts, and that's money, and all these associates. And the thing is, they can't have the money in Russia. So what they were doing is they're laundering and washing their money in um, in Europe, um, predominantly the UK, uh, America, and other sort of client states. And uh, the Magnitsky Act is, is a, I know, I just can't say it, I can't say it, is designed to freeze the assets of these oligarchs that are trying to just basically take money, illegal money, out of Russia, put it into um, properties in the UK, America, and sundry other Western countries um, to, to, to clean it up. And this act, which has been passed in America, passed in Canada, passed in the UK, is now putting the squeeze on this dirty money. And uh, it goes it goes a lot further than that. And I'm gonna I'm gonna cast over to Mikey because I just need to quickly get something up on my screen. <laughs> you got oh pick up your other screen. Oh um yeah. so so when when uh Bill Browder decided that he was going to try to take down Putin and all of his um, financial crimes amongst all his other things. They knew it was risky. They knew it was dangerous, but they figured that they would be able to um, report what they needed to report and then sit back and let the, the good guys be the good guys. And Putin directly went after um, uh, Sergei. Magnitsky. Sergei, Sergei, Sergei Magnitsky. What? Oh, got him. Um, <laughs> he directly went after him. And the same cops that he was, that Magnitsky was supposed to be testifying against are the ones that picked him up from his house, arrested him, put him in jail, and they put him in some of the worst conditions possible with whether it was, um, uh, no, no, heat, no, or no, um, no heat in the winter and, um, no plumbing or, or 14 people with eight beds and they kept the lights on for sleep deprivation. And then that eventually led to um, declines in Magnitsky's health and he eventually died from, from being imprisoned uh, and tortured and beat to a bloody pulp um, by Putin's men. Um, and that's what got Bill Browder to start the Magnitsky Act. And it's been passing from country to country to country to try to freeze all of this money that Putin's been trying to launder um, by stealing people's businesses and saying, oh, well, that's a uh, that's a nice uh, that's a nice uh, auto factory you got there. I'll be taking half of that. It's like, what the fuck? No, you can't have. No, I'm taking half of that. And then that was just the end of the conversation. And so it stands to prove that even though Elon Musk just became the richest man in the world, um, he, as soon as Putin, if Putin left office today, 
I think the number is ridiculous. It's something like it's he's, he's in the trillions, I believe. He's basically orchestrating um, a dictatorship masked as a democracy, and anyone that kind of shows any sort of um, dissent towards him, he's is he's, he's dealt with, and it goes back to um, Alexander Litvinenko back in 2006, who was over here again in Britain, had a cup of tea, which was laced with uh, polonium-210. And he subsequently died. Um, also, um, you had the poisoning recently of the uh, Sergei and Yulia Skripal. Um, this was in Salisbury, um, not too long ago, it was in 2018, um, where the authorities discovered that they sprayed a nerve agent on on his door and then when he entered the door it's obviously got into the system and they was on life support for for quite some time but the byproduct of this was um a couple found the vial that the nerve agent was in uh, i'm just going to quickly uh find their name because it's, it's only only right to say their names uh, Charlie Rowley um, came into contact with with the um, nerve agent, and sorry, I'm just trying to find the lady's name because she she there was a lady that died. Um, where is her name? Sorry, I can I can vamp for you for a uh, second. Dawn, Dawn, Dawn Sturgis. Okay, she she basically found the the bottle and sprayed it on her like it was perfume. And because she sprayed it directly onto her skin, she succumbed yeah. um, to it and died. And just recently, we have uh, Vladimir Putin's opposition leader. Uh, Being poisoned. Alexei Navalny, who was poisoned by via his underpants. Someone got into his hotel room and sprayed Novichok into his underpants and he ended up in a coma they flew him to germany where he was uh treated he came out he recovered and instead of being uh, a coward and staying in a foreign country he flew back to russia he flew back to russia where he was arrested upon landing and put into a mickey mouse cult where he even stated that this is just this is Right. bullying effectively oh. um and he was dispatched with three and a half years in prison under trumped up charges um and they let him off a year because he obviously spent a year in exile but one of the things that they charged him with was not attending his court hearings because he was in a coma well yeah yeah <laughs> you should have thought about that you should have thought about that before you went into a Just coma better yeah. yeah. Before you put your pants on and got poisoned. Right. Yeah. Not by me. Yeah. <laughs> but that Putin, that Putin's a good guy, remember? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 No, he was he was democratically elected. Yep. Just yeah. like he, what? He didn't change the rules. 98% or something. People just love him over there. That's why it's he, just, he it's won. Pure, it's, it's just keeps getting... Yeah, better. so I know, I know we, we shit on our democratic processes and what goes on with hero <laughs> with, with our countries but look what's going on there 
look what's going on there and you can you can take trump and he's, he's an anomaly but you look at what's going on in russia and all these other corrupt eastern bloc countries and you've got to say we're doing all right yeah and i think um had it not been for wayne even bringing up the magnitsky act yeah i said it that's the last time i'm saying it um <laughs> i've gotten lucky five times i'm not trying to push it um if Wayne had never showed me the TED talk with Bill Browder, I would, I would have known nothing of this. And um, that's, that's probably a direction that we're going to be moving more into, into the future. Now that the crazy fire has been put out and we're back to some normalcy. Um, no, thanks, Brenna. <laughs> I didn't mean, I don't want to trigger Brenna and her, and her fire. Oh, I think California just have a, has a fire mm. dependency. It's not an addiction, but it's definitely dependent. Woosha. Woosha. You know, England has to feel the Johnson. At least we got rid of what we were dealing with. They still have to feel the Johnson. Oh. So um, the the bin will will be getting more and more worldwide. And if you guys have any comments or any cool stuff that you want us to talk about that's from around the world, Mm -hmm. let us know. Because we're looking for more global issues. content. More more global issues to tackle. Um, I think but, I think next week I'm gonna tr- see if I can get on, and maybe we'll have to do like a pre-recorded episode. I've got a guest. Oh, are we telling? Are you gonna tease who it is? Um, they might be a professor. Oh, okay. They might be. They might not. Be. If you guys want to hear about Acon City, let me know. So I'm gonna do some more Acon City research today. See how it's coming along. Mm-hmm. Acon City, I can't take. Don't name it's the town a... after yourself. That's just a bad idea. Just let me out. Acon <laughs> um, City. But I definitely want to do. Africa. I definitely want to do some more stories about um, Nigeria. And and what's going on over there with their fucking police? Their police are off the fucking rails right now, just yeah. murdering people in the fucking street. Yeah, they're killing people in the street, like with yeah. ease. And they that, don't care. There's no investigation. Oh, there's whoa, no whoa, nothing about whoa, it. Well, Ease is in the chat. Don't don't malign him. <laughs> <laughs> now they're me. they're literally like gunning people down in the streets, like yeah. brutally. But yeah, so So if you guys want to reach out to us at Bin Podcast on Twitter, if you want to send us an email or a voice memo, um, you can do that at thebinpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, any party and we're oh we forgot our favorite freaking segment my fucking drink is empty now uh what the hell are we drinking um oh shit the saraz bin 50 saraz vintage <laughs> very nice tea my throat been having a little bit of the old the old J-Mo. standby you're on the bubble i'm on the bubble you're on the bubble a little bit of the bubble i got some bit of bubble <laughs> um that's a wrestling you. reference i only mean cortez <laughs> thank you everybody for checking us out on youtube and thank you for all the people hanging out with us on twitch um, we're going to grab some potty breaks and get some food and do all that stuff. And then uh, after show, after show. And if you guys want to be yeah. part of that, um, hit us up on Twitter at Bin Podcast. And um, 
Stay on for a bit. Yeah. Um, at Ben Podcast or uh, send us an email or get a hold of any of us on Twitter. Um, so for Brenna, Cortez, Wayne, and me, Mikey Pammon, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. We'll see you next week.